Okay, so Shavua Tov. Hope everyone is doing well. So we are continuing in Peleo Etz, and we are in the. We finished off with Ahavat Abanim Abanot. We're in the middle of the love of one's children. Today's shiur is dedicated to Nishmat Malka Bat Shalinus Ruach Hashem Tinechen Ogan Eden and Chana Bat Shmuel Ruach Hashem Tinechen Ogan Eden. So uh, last week he started off by telling us it's a parent's nature. Um, that they love their children and that they and they care about their children. And hopefully, hopefully and ho- hopefully, hopefully, it should always be in the nature of parents Amen. to always want to do the best for their children Amen. and to always go out of their way, even when it's inconvenient for them, uh, to do everything that's necessary for their yes, children and yes, for the best of their yes. children. This is the way of the Jewish people. Yes. This is the way of the Jewish people, and we we hope and we pray that all of us continue to follow in that path. Um, and in the past, our future stands with them. Uh, uh, yeah, and our, our and future. This, all of these books stand with them. Yes. Without their future, <laughs> these are all just paper. And so the the part that doesn't won't necessarily come naturally, but is the responsibility of a parent is where Peleo it started with us last week, yes. and that is the job of a parent to discipline. Why? A parent has to discipline, and he says if a parent doesn't discipline from a young age, like it says in the in the book of Mishlei. And in, in those times, and this is not something for today, but in those times, in those times they had a culture where they, where they would hit. Yes. And the, when they would hit the children. And he, and he teaches that. And the teacher. Even, even, even the teacher in school would do it. Yeah, the teachers in schools would do it. But he was saying even if you do it, and these are halachot that he brings. It's not, like, it's not his own yes. thing. Um, they're actually halachot in Shulchan Aruch that if, if you're doing it, there's a way that you do it and there's a way that it's asur, it's forbidden to do it. Because there's a way that you do it where the child realizes that you're doing it out of love um, and you're doing it in order to help them. You, you're not doing it to be cruel. You're not doing it because you're angry and you're trying to take your anger out on the child. You know, that according to the Torah and according to Halakha is forbidden because that will cause the child to sin in the future because they'll re- rebel against you. you. Yeah, they'll, 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 it'll cause them to hate you. But there is a way to do it. And, but even that today, not for today. And, uh, today here, if a child calls the police, <laughs> you're in prison. <laughs> exactly. yeah. No, we don't say that. However, still... It's a parent's job to discipline, to rebuke, to, you know, when, when a parent sees the child doing something inappropriate, not to let it go, not to say that it's okay, not to love them and, and kiss them and support them. And whenever the, the child does something wrong in school and the school calls the parent, the parent's blaming the teacher and the, the, the parent's blaming the, the administration because the, the teachers are not good enough. You always have to take the side of your child. It's never, no. it's never, a parent it's never his fault. fault. Yeah. It's never their fault. Sometimes it is the teacher's fault. Or it's never the teacher's fault, but you have to look and you have to see. Uh, he's he's going to say soon. You, you, you cannot just assume that your children are all perfect. No, they're not. And you have to guide and you have to discipline them, them as well. And that is the responsibility of it. And you're doing a disservice to them if you do not discipline your children. Because they will grow up feeling entitled. They will grow up feeling that the world owes them. And they'll grow up with arrogance, which these are the worst middos for, for a person to have. So, and also he said, and don't do any differentiation between your children. Oh. You teach, right? If you're disciplining one child, you also have to discipline the other oh. child equally. If you're giving to, to one child, you have, you have to, to give, give to, you have to, give to, to the other child equally. And if, you, and if you're giving one or disciplining one based on a situation, it's something that should be 
clear and explained to all oh, yes. so they understand why it's being fair and you're and, and a parent is being fair and is, and is thinking about all of the children. This is very important. This we learned from Yaakov Avinu. Now, and now so we continue. He says the main thing is you want to bring happiness to Hashem, to our Father in Heaven. Do everything to teach your children Torah, yourself. There are some parents that when it comes to sending their kids to yeshivot, it is super important to send your kids to uh, yeshivot, but they think that, you know, the fact that I put my child on it's a enough. bus every day, uh, and the child comes back in the afternoon, that's enough. enough. I've done they, my job. I've done my The yeshiva is going to do its job, <laughs> and that's it. At the end, it's what you do in your right. home. In the end, the Torah is what the child gets from home, and it's more the responsibility of the parent than anybody else. It's not the responsibility of the yeshiva. The yeshiva is there to help the parents, but the main Torah comes from the parents. It's the parents' job to teach their child the Torah. How fortunate is a person of Bezrat Hashem, his children will be Talmidei Chachamim, will become scholars who know the Torah. A person will enjoy and will, will rejoice in his offspring. Those that come out of his loins, meaning his offspring in this world and in the next world. He says, He says, Do everything in your power. He says, He says, Give your life for this. Do everything in your power. With all of your money, like it says in uh, Shema Yisrael, the value that your children should not be ignorant. Whatever you do as a parent, do not allow your child to be ignorant. He says there's a lot of evil that comes from children who are ignorant, not just children, adults who who are ignorant. Who, who do not know the Torah. He says, there is a straight, he's quoting Psukim. This is, uh, uh, this is Mishlei or Kohelet. It says, there is a straight path before a person, Mishlei, I believe. But the end of it is the path of death. Right? Just because a person thinks that something is, is straight and thinks that something is good, doesn't mean that it's a good path. Right? In rabbinic literature and in the Torah's literature, you know, one of the worst things for a person to be is am is to be an ignorant person. There's a reason why in the Jewish culture and in our culture, there was always an emphasis on education. Always, always from the beginning. Right? Do not let your child be ignorant. Do not let, do not let your child grow up not knowing how to read Hebrew, not knowing how to hold a siddur. It is the word because, the reason is because there are many, many things also in the Torah that are not intuitive. A person thinks, and I imagine, oh, just, just because I think of it this way, that means Hashem thinks that way? <laughs> that means that that's what Hashem wants? It's not true at all. No, it doesn't go according to uh, what, what every person thinks. You have to learn the laws. You have to learn the Torah. You have to learn, it, it goes according to what Hashem says, not according to what you think um, Hashem would say because these are your thoughts and you've never read a book in your life. Correct. 
and there are many stories like this. You know, you know, even even Ashkenazim, uh, Sephardim. You hear a story of a person that he says he takes uh, there's uh, a, 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 a fruits and vegetables. There's uh, uh, nuts. There's a bunch of nuts and uh, and there's there's and there's hadama in them. So he says, oh, you know, I have an idea. He says, Every bracha has to be according to the way they, it was uh, it was written. You can't just make up new brachot. One time uh, we had uh, in our community many many years ago, um, Doctor Abitan, his father is a Kronoli bracha. He was a chacham. He was a rav. He was uh, very close friend, friends with Rabbi Ben Chaim. So he he came one. He, he would tell a story that he came on. This is Shari Tova many many years ago. He came once to the Kanisa, there was a Didan or something like that, and they, they were serving food afterwards, they served dinner. He put bread, so he goes to do Nitilat Yadaim, he does Nitilat Yadaim. He notices that some, some people were not doing Nitilat Yadaim, so he goes to one of them, he says, You're having bread, Nitilat Yadaim. So he says, Rabbi, Rabbi, he's like, we're not Ashkenazim. <laughs> Ashkenazim. <laughs> we're not Ashkenazim. <laughs> Everything that is not us is something that came from Ashkenazim. Hey, read the books. When you read the books and you learn the Minagim, you know what's Ashkenazim and, and what's Faradim. There's a halacha. When you have bread, you have to have an Atiradim. Always. It's not only for Shabbat. It has nothing to do with <laughs> Ashkenazim and Sfaradim. Everybody agrees with this. You do Atiradim. Yadayim, whenever you have bread. Rabbi Ben Chaim said a story one time when he was young. Um, he was at a certain synagogue on Yom Kippur, and they come to blow shofar. At the end of Yom Kippur, blow the shofar. Says they, they come up in the Kanisa and they say, Oh, maybe there's some people that didn't hear it on Rosh Hashanah. Say the bracha! Say, say the bracha! What do you mean, say, say the bracha? Some people didn't hear Rosh Hashanah. So the halacha is, if they missed it, they missed it. I mean, uh, well, what can don't you change, do? You have change. to be there in Rosh Hashanah. You can't just add brachot. You add brachot, that is actually, it's, you're doing a sin. Don't say Hashem's name in vain. It's not a joke to say Hashem's name in vain. So then, then, then the next person said, oh, don't forget Shechianu. Oh. <laughs> Shechianu. This is what happens when Isha Yashar ben When people didn't learn, they didn't learn the Torah, they didn't learn the Gemara, they didn't learn the Shulchan Aruch, and everybody thinks in their own mind what, adding, what could be. more than those. Every person throws another thing into the cholent, another bean into, <laughs> into the cholent. That's not the way the Torah works. So there is a sma, Sefer Mirat Enaim, is a commentary in Shulchan Aruch in uh, in Choshen Mishpat, um, which is the laws of judges. And the laws of judges, he um, and they talk about choosing judges to judge you for a court. So he writes in Shulchan Aruch Sefer Mirat Enaim to be careful not to take an ignorant person as a judge. And he has a language there. He says because the 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 way of the thinking of the ignorant, the thoughts of the ignorant, is the opposite of Da Torah. It's the opposite of the way the Torah says. If the person thinks, yeah, if I think this way, it must be that's how Hashem thinks, right? Must, that must be the way. No. It's not, yeah, if you want to know how Hashem thinks, you have to learn what the Torah says. You have to read what the Torah says. You have to learn Everything the Mishnah. You have to, learn the, the, you have to learn the Gemara. You have to, you have to learn Halakha. It's not, it's not just the way any person thinks. It's not intuitive. 
it's not in there are many things in the Torah that are not intuitive you would not have thought of, you wouldn't have thought of just naturally there are some things that are there are mishpatim but there are many things that you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't have thought of and you have to learn the halachot you have to learn the law in order to know that's part of why Peleot is here for us right? to teach us the things that aren't intuitive so he says, right? An ignorant person will never be a tzaddik. An ignorant person will never be a chassid. Will never be one who fears sin because they don't know what sin is. They don't know that something's wrong. Right? What's, what's wrong with eating shellfish? What's wrong with eating shellfish? God forbid. The Torah says it's a sweet eat shellfish. It's not kosher. 100% not kosher. Yeah, there are people that they think, yeah, you can eat fish out. You could eat fish out without a, without a hechsher on it. Is what utensils did they use? You think they, yeah, even if they say it's a kosher fish, even if they tell you it's a kosher fish, what utensils did they use to prepare that fish? Hey, what, what, what if right before that, they, what if, what if they, they used a non-kosher fish? What, if they, what oil did they use? Well, what, what else did their utensils touch? How do you know they use kosher utensils? That's just saying, I don't know, but it's a kosher fish. It's a kosher. It's not. It's a sur. It's a sur. This is why you have to eat at a kosher restaurant. You have to go to a kosher restaurant. And if a person is not able to have all of his sons wear the crown of Torah, he says, at least have one, one child that, that you support and that you put on that path, that you say, I want him to be a Talmud Chacham, I want him to be a Zichut for our family and for, uh, and for our family, and support him on that path. And say, I, uh, I'm going to support him. I have, I have one child that, that will be dedicated to the Torah will be dedicated to, to be a Tamil Chacham. Ve'yishpoch nafsho lifnei Hashem. He says, pour out your soul before Hashem in your tefillah. She'yu banav ba'alei Torah shlemim b'midot tovot. That your children should be those who follow the path of the Torah, who are whole and complete in their ways, who have will grow up with good values and will exemplify the good values and values of the Torah. He says, you have to pray for this every day. He says, He says, sometimes you should fast for this also. Take on ta'aniyot. Take on fasts for your children, for the sake of your children, that they should go on the right path just like Eov did. And then was the book of Eov. In the beginning of Eov, every time his, his children would go to a party, he would do a ta'anit. He would take on a fast and he would bring korbanot the next day. He says, maybe, maybe they might have said something, maybe they would have done something. He said, it should be a kapara for them. Right, so that your own sins, a person's own sins, shouldn't take anything away from the zikhur of one's children. He says you should do ta'aniyot for your own sins so that your sins shouldn't latch, attach, attach to your children and cause any problems for them. He says in more so, He says a person also has to keep his eyes open about his daughters. Not just his sons. <laughs> you want your sons to become Tamidei Chachamim? He says, you have to look out for your daughters. You don't know what their lot is going to be, what the, you know, who they're going to end up uh, marrying, and what their future will be. You have to separate them from any bad values. Right? He says, teach them things, uh, you know, types of work that are good for a woman to do, um, that are appropriate for a woman to do. Oh. 
He says, teach them not to sleep late. <laughs> That's not so easy. <laughs> he says, teach them. <laughs> it says, for our generation, it's a big thing. Uh, this is with boys and girls. It's not just for, yeah, not, not, only, not only for girls, it's for boys also. A person has to teach his children, make shacharit every single morning. Pray shacharit on time. You don't know how much good it does for a person. When a person learns and he trains and trains himself every morning. Yeah, you, otherwise, you know, if I don't have to be up in the morning. They sleep till 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, sleep. Let's sleep till 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And we're the people of Hashem. There's work to do in this world. There's a lot of good that we have to do in this world, Hashem. I sleep till 2 in the afternoon. Also stay up till 4 o'clock at night without thinking about what tomorrow has to bring. And what the next day has to bring. And who knows what, what, what's happening until 4 o'clock in the morning. Halavai, it should only be that they're studying Torah until 4 o'clock in the morning. That would be nice. Who knows? <laughs> so he says, teach your children. This is not just your daughters. This is also for your sons. Sure. Teach your children. You have to wake up every single morning for shacharit and pray shacharit on time. To say Shema Yisrael on time. What's the latest time for Shema Yisrael? The latest time for Shema Yisrael is, is three hours into, yes. into the morning. Yes. You have to say Shema Israel on time every morning. Don't delay the time of Shema and the time of Tefillah. And all good character traits. And, and teach them well. How you have to treat your husband. We're going to get soon to Ahavat Yishvei Isha. We're going to love of, of uh, husband and wife. We're going to get this soon. <laughs> He's going to give it to us next. <laughs> In a way that she should find favor in the eyes of Hashem and in the eyes of her husband. Amen. He says, He says, And every smart person should think and look forward and look towards his children. Don't just assume everything is good, right? Don't don't be Najib. Naive. naive. Don't be, exactly. Don't be naive when you think about your children. He says, he says distance your husband from being. I'm sorry, distance your sons from being hunters. And he. Here he's talking about hunters, the way um, Esav was a hunter with his mouth. He used to lie and deceive his parents. He says, don't, don't let your children pull a fast one on you uh, so you don't realize what they're doing. He says, Umidvar Shekeyarchikenu. He says, Dis- distance him from lying to you. Yes. Teach your children to tell the truth. Teach them the value of telling the truth. Uh, they should not lie and deceive. They should never be able to get away with they're lying and they should always see value in that they can trust you to tell you the truth to, to tell you the emes because the truth is the foundation of the building the foundation of the building is the truth distance your children from uh, contaminating their mouths from, from, from saying inappropriate words from, distance them from swearing from, from making swears and from any type of uh, prohibition or any type of disgusting behavior he said children they need distance they need, they need guidance from the sins of the youth the sins of the youth and they need parents for that to guide them for that because there are things that from youth and inexperience mistakes a person makes that sometimes last for the long term 
So Al Yamin Bevanav he says, Don't trust your children necessarily. Don't just assume eh, my, my son is not has not got caught in the bad web and amongst bad friends. Yeah, no, my son would never do that. My son is never says, Don't think that. He says, particularly for sexual immoralities. The, the, the Torah says and Archachamim said, there's no single person who can guard against sexual sexual immorality and assume that it's never going to happen. There's no person that you could assume it's never going to happen. It's Asur and therefore it's forbidden for a man and a woman to be alone in a room. And this they teach now in the medical schools, you should know. Yes, they, they teach know. in that. They, yeah, they teach. And I did a social work degree, they taught it us. In my Rabbanut degree, they taught us. They said, don't ever assume that you can be alone in a room with somebody and you never know what can happen. Yes. And you have a lawsuit no. against you and yeah, then. Nobody is a There is nobody that you can trust when it comes to sexual immoralities. No person, the most holy person, the most kadosh person, the biggest rav, the biggest. Than the most holy person you could think of. You can never trust a person alone in a room with someone that's not their husband or wife. So he says, distance them. A man and a woman, it's a sur, it's forbidden for them to be alone in a room. Forget the actual act itself. It's forbidden to be alone that's, in a room that's together. That's the Yes, that's the We'll continue and finish this tomorrow, and we're going to get to Ahavati Shvisha, Bezrat Hashem. Right, everybody have a wonderful day. Happiest Monday. We should have this Sarot Avod. We should only have good news.